0: Well hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen and this is Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So I hope everyone has had a good week and I hope uh, our exploration of these topics are helpful. And if at any time there's a particular topic that you would like me to take a look at and to explore and to talk about, please feel free to leave it in the comments. So I'm calling this episode Random Acts of Empathy, and that's based on an experience that I had uh, recent, very recently, where usually in the morning and it's quiet, you know, and I walk my dog Sam down an old back road, and I ran across a gentleman who I'd seen a few times, and his name is Steve, And, you know, he's a big guy. And so what he does for exercise is he walks down to the local market and gets a cup of coffee and walks back and, you know, because he wants to get exercise and feel better. So today he, you know, kind of, you know, waved me over and he asked me if I saw his gazebo and I thought, what? And so he showed me and I could see the roof of the gazebo. And he explained that he had built it and he had gotten it as a kit and he, um, you know, was very proud of it. And, you know, he almost shyly said, well, you know, if sometime, if you'd like to take a look at it, well, I could tell that in that moment, one, he wasn't any, you know, thinking anything weird. And two, he really needed someone to see the effort that he had taken. So I said, well, I've got time now. Why don't we go look at it? And his face lit up. And as I followed him down and, you know, you kind of got to go down and, you know, around a little bit. Um, we do live on the mountains. <laughs> and so I went to his gazebo and I saw it. And it, it is very sweet and it was very nice. And. I could just feel from him that he was very proud of it and that he wanted to be acknowledged and have that scene. Hey, Luna. And so um, he talked about it and I let him talk about it. Say hello. And so, you know. As I was talking to him and as I was telling him how nice I thought it was and, you know, what a good job he did on the corners and how everything kind of fit in together. And um, what I was doing while I was doing that was that I was transmitting. And what I was transmitting was, I'm proud of you. And I just had that sentence going in my head. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. And, you know, I saw him stand up straighter. And he talked about all the work that he did on his property and that his house was paid off. And, you know, this is a person who, uh, mostly just in passing, but in that moment, he needed to hear someone say, you know, how good they thought his work was. And he showed me, you know, we walked down by the river near his house and then, you know, we sat and he had set up a picnic table. And so I talked to him about that and, and all the stuff that I saw. And and the more, you know, I acknowledged him, you know, he was, you could see this this joy that was welling up in him. And at one point he finally just muttered, I just wanted somebody to see it. And I could feel his loneliness. And so, you know, it was just so cool to be able to connect and and see him go through that arc, because I'm sure it wasn't easy for him to go up to someone who he barely knew, you know, who only, you know, he had seen walking their dog, and invite them into his space. I mean, he didn't know what I was going to say. I might have said something, you know, it's like, wow, you know, that's, you know, you really needed. It. it looks like it's tilting a little or whatever, but he had done a beautiful job on it, and to be able to witness that, to feel what he was feeling in that moment, that apprehension. And then as, as I encouraged him, you know, feeling that pride swell up in him and and for him to be able to share the things that he did. And when I left, he told me, is like, well, if you want to go sit in my gazebo at any time, you can do that. <laughs> and that's one of the really cool things about being empathic is that you can get to experience things with people and to be able to share things on a much deeper level. Because I think everybody reaches a point where they just want to be heard. They want to be understood. They want someone to share a moment with them. And a lot of times people don't pick up on that. And, you know, maybe... You know, I could have just said, well, you know, another time, another time and and kept walking. But because of the ability to connect with what it was he was going through, because it had nothing to do with what he said. It had nothing to do with, you know, anything he put out, you know, visually or, or whatever. It was all energetic. And being able to understand that in that moment... I knew exactly what he needed and how I could help him. And I did help him. And when I left, he was very happy and very proud that he had, you know, had his work acknowledged and that, you know, I pointed out particular things that I really liked. And, you know, and he would tell me about his work and, you know, that his house was, you know, he goes, well, and I just got it paid off. So it's all mine. And that was a big thing for him, for, you know, a retired gentleman. So it kind of hit me that for people to understand that as an empath, we really can help people. We can connect to them on a level that most people don't get to experience. And it's also about being able to, you know, be in a space with someone, to be in a moment with someone. Because when you can feel what they're feeling, you can tell, wow, this person needs a little bit of extra attention. Or maybe I need to, you know, just take a moment with this individual. Because you know, the thing is, is that had I walked away, had I just said, well, you know, maybe another time, you know, I got I got things to do, somebody who wasn't empathic might not notice the hurt maybe that he felt. Maybe the loneliness he felt. And because I'm sure he would have just said, oh, well, okay, you know, another time then. But being empathic means that we can be able to see beyond what people, you know, maybe what the, the mask that they're holding up. Because everybody has a mask. Everybody has that face that they show. Being empathic means that we are gifted to be able to see past the mask. That we can be able to be there for people, even when they, maybe they haven't even reached a point where they can ask for that help, where they can ask for that connection. And it just, it it took maybe a total of about 15, 20 minutes out of my morning. And it was well worth it. Because what I left with was being able to feel what he felt, to feel that appreciation To feel acknowledged, to feel validated, and to feel so grateful that someone took their time with him. And when you feel someone else's gratitude, that is amazing. It is wonderful. You know, yes, we have to deal with a whole lot of emotions, and it's important to be able to block them out and to, um, keep a perspective on what it is that we want to do and and to keep boundaries and sometimes it's nice to let those boundaries drop a little bit to just allow yourself to connect to allow yourself to be present with someone especially when they really 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 need it now can you do that for everyone no you know, and it becomes a decision and a conscious choice of, okay, in this moment, how much can I give? In this moment, You know, can I take an extra 15, 20 minutes to listen to what someone has to say? And one of the main things that I find is that people, they want to be able to know that someone is proud of something that they did that they are able to be acknowledged, that they're able to be recognized. And I had one situation where I left a, you know, an event and I was walking along and there was a woman walking her dog and, you know, just, you know, hello, hello. And I stopped because there was just this immediate pull in her and I turned around and I said, excuse me. And, you know, and she turned around and I said, I'm proud of you. And she looked at me and she said, why would you say that? And I said, well, maybe you need to hear it right now. And her eyes filled with tears and she grabbed me and she hugged me. And she said that she needed to hear those words more than anything else in the world, right in that moment. And so we stood and we talked about that and what she had been going through and, and the hard stuff. And she kept saying, how did you know? How did you know? And, and I explained to her what it means to be empathic. I said, there was something in you that just reached out and let me know that there was something you needed. And so these are very, very, very special moments. And while we do have to be careful and we do have to be aware of what it is that, um, that we're experiencing and, and what it is that we are, um, well, not so much giving and receiving, but how we're connecting. You know, we resonate with others. That's, that's what empathy is. And we've talked about this. Empathy is resonance. And the idea that, yes, you can create a resonance with someone and it isn't about violating their, their personal space. It isn't about, you know, going after any secrets that they might have or, you know, creating an advantage that goes into the shadow side of transmission. When you can have somebody know that they can trust you and that, you're just there with them. And it's just wonderful to be able to utilize empathy. I mean because it it knocks, it lets itself, you know, it's kind of an alarm that goes off, a per, you know, maybe a like a perimeter alarm or a proximity alarm or something. Uh it's it's sort of like, you know, if a car moves too close to something now, you know, the car will beep. Well, in a way it's sort of like that because you know, you could be walking next to someone and immediately get that feeling of, oh, you know, they're they're really going through something. Oh, Luna, you're being fidgety. So that idea that you have a way of being able to perceive the people around you in a much more direct way. And, you know, and there may be a room full of people and you'll find yourself, okay, just don't be fussy. And they'll find, you know, you'll find yourself, you know, drawn to a particular person. And, you know, I mean, it's what they're feeling has to do with their story. So if their story is something that you might be able to help with, maybe, you know, they just need to be seen. Maybe they just need to be noticed. Maybe there's something that they need to get off their chest, or maybe they need to hear that someone is proud of them. And... It's an opportunity to, and it's also an opportunity to practice, you know, being able to gauge your empathy. You know, when you, if you perceive someone or if if someone starts to resonate very strongly with you, you know, you don't have to immediately interact and you don't have to interact at all. I mean, it's a call that went out. You don't have to answer it. And if it's an opportunity where you can, maybe you just sit and observe them for a few minutes Take the empathy to the next level, you know. Just and you know, you do that just by kind of relaxing yourself. Now, you know, just doing the practices where you you know put your hand up against a tree, and then relax. And and it really is about going into a relaxed state that you know you just sit and you just touch, and you know you're able to um, connect in a good way, and you know it's it's tough and and it's tricky but once you start you know connecting with different things and that's why i usually say start off with things like plants and stones and and earth and animals i mean animals are awesome and luna here you know she is you know both luna and sam they're really great because The best thing about animals is that they, when they need something and they will sit and look at you and just transmit that need, you know, they're empathically very open. So when you develop your empathy, you can be able to resonate with them and they don't come with stories attached. You know, animals don't create story. Their life is what it is in that moment, whether it's a good moment or a bad moment, that's their experience. They don't bring in really a lot of other stuff. So, um, once you reach the point of being able to interact with people and working on that resonance with people, again, relax, take a breath, and then all you're doing is you're expanding that energy out. Some people picture it like, you know, maybe a, a circle, like, you know, circles, almost like a ripple effect that just kind of pulses outward. And connects with, you know, with the energies of other people. with the And, you know, emotions are the main way that energy is transmitted through commu- non-spoken communication. And so, you know, we deal based on someone's emotions and based on someone's, you know, what they're going through in that moment. That dictates where their energy is. So if you find someone who maybe just needs to be acknowledged. I've had cases where someone will seem kind of down and I'll just walk by and um, I was in a restaurant with a friend and I just looked at a woman who had her hair braided beautifully and, and see that's the thing it has to be honest. And I said excuse me, but your hair is absolutely stunning. That is really beautiful, you know, the way it's braided and you know the colors that are in it. And she looked up and she said, oh, my God, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I was in a store and one of the cashiers, you know, there was something there. And so I complimented her hairstyle and I said, wow, that hairstyle really compliments your face. And she looked up and, you know, and, you know, immediately it's like, well, I mean this, I just kind of threw it up. And I said, well, it really does. I said, that's a very nice style for you. And. It doesn't take a lot to make someone stay. And as long as what you're saying is honest and, you know, it doesn't cross boundaries, I always make sure that, you know, a compliment is neutral. Yeah, it does not invite. It's merely an observation. And, you know, I transmit that. I am in this moment with you and this is what I'm giving you but I don't allow an attachment because you can feel the energy coming back to create an attachment. But you know, I don't allow that. And it does not take away from the fact that they were told something nice and they were touched by it. So keep in mind that the more you practice with your empathy, the more you'll be able to, and you know, it's, a practice of transmitting and receiving at the same time it creates a connection and you control the connection you make sure that there's nothing that is attached to it and it takes it does take practice it takes a lot of practice and it's not as hard as you think once you get into that place of connecting And then just picture it as, you know, like a tide that comes in and goes out and comes in. And, you know, it's so it's just the flow of the energy. They go in waves. And as those waves move, you can catch that wave. And what you do with it, you know, maybe there's nothing for you to do with it. Maybe you just simply give that thought projection. I'm proud of you. You're going to be all right. You've got this. And, you know, in some cases you'll see the person kind of, although they don't know what's happened, but something has shifted. Suddenly maybe their shoulders drop and they stand a little bit straighter. And I've seen this happen. And it's really amazing to be able to interact with people on that level. And to be able to help them calm down. You know, there's been cases where I've dealt with people who were in crisis moments or having an anxiety attack or being very upset. And in those cases, being able to create a connection with someone is like giving them a lifeline, it's like, you know, tossing them a life preserver with a rope on it. You know, they can hold on to it until they can stabilize themselves, until they can get through that moment, but they're not alone in the moment and they understand that they're not alone in it. So especially in dealing with people who experience anxiety, you can be able to bring them, you know, at least give them a safe place for them to be able to manage it and then their own tools take over. But you can create an eye of the storm for them. And once they're at that point where it's like, okay, it's, you know, it's peaked and now it's fading, then you draw back. But in that moment, you can have them not just have that safe place, but someone they can trust in it with them to be able to help them through it. So, yeah, it's, these are a little bit more advanced. And, Once you do get the basics down, these are wonderful things to start practicing with. You know, you don't have to say anything to anyone, but you can still connect and transmit something very good, something very supportive, something that they won't know came from you. Or some people, some people who are very sensitive, you know, they'll suddenly look over at you and smile. And I've had that happen, where, you know, it's just that all of a sudden, And then they just turn and they lock onto me and they'll smile and, you know, and I'll smile back and and that's it. So when you consider using empathy as a part of a way to nurture, as a part of a way for someone to feel acknowledged, as a part of a way for someone to feel like they're not alone, you know, just always consider exactly how you want that interaction to be worked how much energy are you going to put into it you don't have to put a lot it can just take very little and you know it's important to be able to know where those lines are drawn you know you don't want to draw someone in you don't want to have them you know suddenly get attached and you know the Guy could have was like, whoa, why don't you come in for some coffee or why don't you do this? you know or keep me there talking? I could feel the point where he had been acknowledged enough and he had been uh encouraged enough, and he had been witnessed enough, and I just you know that's when I just closed it down, I closed down that connection, and as soon as I did, he said. Well, I shouldn't keep you, but thank you so much for, you know, talking to me. And it's really amazing how once you close down the connection, the natural conclusion of the conversation happens. And suddenly it's like, oh, okay, but it's a gentle release. It's not an abrupt release. So if you'd like to know more about this, and I I know that as I said, this is a bit more advanced, but I wanted to share this experience so that you could kind of, you know, take a look at things, you know, things to come and abilities that you will one day be able to master. And it's, you know, just a part of living as an empath. You know, you grow in it, it expands, and the more you work with it, the more you, you know, practice with it, the more you experiment with it, the more it's going to grow, and it will reach the point where even talking on the phone with someone you'll be able to create that empathic connection even though they're somewhere else or maybe someone you know needs a little bit of extra encouragement and you don't you're not even on the phone with them and you can just feel it and you send it. So you know work with it because it's very worthwhile to learn how to master. Because once you do, there's a whole amazing world that opens up. So, thank you for joining me, and if you like this video, please press like, and if you have any questions, comment, and if you have a, as I said, if you have a topic that you would like me to cover, then please leave it in the comments. For those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, I invite you to use the link that's there and visit the YouTube page, And if you uh, would like to support the channel at a higher level, then you can subscribe. I'm working on building up to my first 100 subscribers. And if you really want to, you know, assist the channel on a much higher level than that, then you can uh, follow the link to my Patreon account and become a sponsor of the channel. So again, thank you for joining me. And as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you and take care.